Hi. Welcome. I'm just going to go ahead and hit record for like the behind the scenes bonus episode that everyone's going to want to tune in. Welcome, Christina. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm so excited. Um, I love my Bay Area people. All of almost 90% of my clients live in the Bay Area. So oh, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, this East Coast time zone person who hates mornings absolutely loves the coast to coast uh, living and, and coaching. So yes, I'm sure. That's great. How's your day going? My day is great. Um, yeah, I get to, I coach some cool clients in the Bay area. I got coffee with my best friend, uh, out here. I say oh that God. I've been out here, uh, 12 weeks. I just moved to Knoxville. Oh my goodness. That's super. That's very soon. That's very recent. Yeah. So best friend is like a loose term, like Jalyn, I hope I still talk to you. <laughs> yeah, just like- kidding. Uh, how, are you born and raised in the Bay Area? Where are you from? Yeah, I am born and raised in the Bay Area. And yeah. which town did you, were you, did you grow up in? In Marin. Marin. In Fairfax. Okay. Uh, I have a girlfriend that I went out to visit Pacifica. Oh yeah. That's like about an hour away. South. Yeah. And we did some traveling. Um, so I've heard of that area and that's where I fell in love with the mountains. And I was moving from um, New York city uh, to somewhere and I fell in love with the mountains. So I'm like, okay, where has mountains? It's also, um, <clears throat> a tax-free state because that's why we moved here. <laughs> Smart girl. Yeah. So, uh, any questions that you have before we dive into the podcast? I assume you're good. I'm good. Okay. Awesome. Um, for our <laughs> bonus episode here for people tuning in, this is where you can really get to dive into Christina's backstory. And then we hop on to the witty and wise to talk all about where she is today. So Christina, born in the Bay Area. Correct. And what is that like for you as a child? What were, uh, what was your career path? Like what made you, what brought you to makeup? Well, I grew up in Fairfax, which is like kind of a very low key town. I grew up running around the mountains and the hills, uh, riding horses. I played tennis as a uh, child. So that was like my thing I did as a junior, um, played competitively. And then I started doing makeup. I started on my mom and she had stage four cancer, brain cancer. So she um, had lost her hair and her skin was discolored. And one night she was going on a date with my father. And so I said, oh, I'll fix you up, mom. And I, with her few products and my few skills, we managed to uh, make her look and feel like the best version of herself. So that was kind of how I started. And then I worked on friends and family and weddings. And then uh, photographers started hiring me for photo shoots. And I miraculously got a portfolio together. And uh, then I got agent. So that's kind of how it started. Amazing. I played tennis in college. That's what paid for college for me. So love the competitive tennis. Yeah. And so for you, it was just a very linear path. Like you just did one, you know, you just followed your passion. It kind of, yes. I think that's the best way to do it. Figure out what you love doing and then figure out how to get paid. Yeah. And, and so you're a junior in high school. Well, how, what grade are you in when you realize what you love doing and what you wanted to follow? I don't think when I was in high school, I even knew what a makeup artist was like, I don't think it was until I got in my twenties that I started doing that. And 
thinking, oh, well, maybe I can do this for a job. It worked out perfectly because I had kids. I was a young mom. I was married and I had all these kids and it was perfect to be able to be a stay-at-home mom, but then do photo shoots once in a while or weddings. Mm. So it, it was more when I started having kids that I thought, oh, I can do this and be a mom. Yeah. So, so many women are, are reconsidering their lives after COVID and how do you create money out of your passion and what it is that you love to do and also be a mom and how do you launch a business when you're also a mom? What are your tips for women that are trying to find that balance? Well, I think a lot of times, you know, women are in um, corporate jobs and they're not loving it. And so I think the easiest way to kind of ease into it would be getting a part-time job and doing it after work and the weekends, the the, the job that you love doing. If it's being a florist or a makeup artist, um, you know, that way it's a little easier than you, it doesn't have to be so severe of cutting off, you know, you can't you have bills. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to quit. I appreciate that advice because so often everyone's like, you got to go all in. You have, you can't do anything else. You'll get distracted. And I built my first business while also being a teacher full-time. Right. I didn't have kids. I had 150 kids. I just didn't have to take them home with me. (laughs) Um, And it, yeah, I, I love that advice of get your toes, just spend time doing what you love and get paid what you can consistently. Um, for you, how, and how did, yeah, how do you make that transition? So your part-time job then was just doing makeup for shoots. It sounds like it was, it was an image consultant as well. I was a personal shopper and an image consultant. So it was kind of all about making you look and feel like the best version of you. So, yeah. And at what age do you pivot and say, okay, I'm ready to grow this business outside of a part-time job, like for the kids age, like, was there any of that consideration? Yeah. I was very lucky because I had a nanny full-time. So I had a lot more freedom than most people. So I I think it's a personal thing. I mean, I think you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm. and, you know, set goals and try and reach them and and push yourself a little bit more all the time. There's no right age or wrong age. It doesn't matter if you're 30 or 75, it just, you have to do it. And I love what I do. And it's so interesting. Like right now with my career, it's even, it, it changes all the time. So I have agents that book me photo shoots and tomorrow I'm going to be working with iHeartRadio and Chris Harrison from the bachelor, which will be fun. And then I am hopping on a plane to Phoenix, um, where I, my boyfriend is and he has a home. And so I will be with him, but I have a a photo shoot with Ronan, uh, Rowan Farrow on Friday. Amazing. Yeah, I'm lucky that I am able to, you know, work wherever I kind of want to be and uh, do different things. And then Monday, I'm working with um, some clients in San Francisco that have a big event going on. And so it's just, it's always different and fun. I love that. I don't like, for me, having a corporate job where I would have to sit in a cubicle would be feel like jail. And so for me, I am very grateful that I am able to be a gypsy and be here or in Phoenix, um, doing what I love to do. Yeah. And, uh, professionally as a makeup artist, did you go to schooling certifications? Like what, what does that look like? I did not go to beauty school. I am not, I'm not a beauty. I'm not a hairstylist or a, a statistician. I don't cut color or do any, you know, surgical things on people's faces. So I, 
watched people. I took, I had some client, I mean, I had some teachers that taught me some tricks and I'm always learning new tricks. I am constantly looking at different uh, makeup artists doing things. And I don't think I ever, it's not like, oh, that's it. I, I know everything. No, there's always some new little trick or new product. So that's fun. Um, I did a photo shoot last weekend with a, a really good friend of mine, Richard, who I, we create magic together. We always say, and uh, with, with my daughter, Jasmine. And um, so that was really fun. We got to do like four different looks on her and that was fun. And so I get to do that creative thing because oftentimes if I'm doing a TV show or working with a fashion house, like a Gucci, a Louis Vuitton, they're very specific and you know, rigid on what they want. My makeup cannot overpower the fashion. It's all about the fashion. And my thing is just, they want to look very minimal. So that's kind of an art in itself, making the model look mm. like she has no makeup on, but she has makeup on. Yeah. Very so when I get to be creative, uh, you know, once in a while and, and just do what I want, it's so much like, I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that you are just, uh, you learned and that you say you're constantly learning. There's no necessarily a need to go and pursue school for what it is that you want to do. And so often we we feel like that is the path we have to take. So it's always refreshing to hear someone that's just honest about their skill. Like some of us are just easy breezy geniuses in our craft. I don't think that. I just think I've been <laughs> lucky. I've been lucky with, um, doing what I do. And I'm, I, you know, I have a certain look. If you look at uh, my portfolio, christinaflack.com, you can see like all the people on my portfolio, they all look like they have fresh dewy skin and look, you're not really seeing any there. I mean, some of the fashion pictures, there's more bright colors and kind of crazy, dramatic craziness, but in the lifestyle for what I, you know, do with my agents booking me, it's just people looking normal and it's timeless. There's no, it, I know it's fun to look on TikTok and Instagram and see all these people doing this contouring and all this, these crazy last extensions, but that is not what real life is as a working makeup artist on TV, making people look, you, they don't want to go, oh yeah, it was 2022 and <laughs> not a lot of fake lashes. I love that. That's such a great point. And now I feel um, like really ready to have you help me with my makeup because oh, I am a mascara and a little bit of eyeliner and a little bit of brow filler kind of girl. And that's it. And I know that I could really benefit from a nice foundation. And I know that if some, I could really look pretty someday. I like to think of myself as that girl on TV with the glasses. And I want people to be like, you know, if someone just took her glasses off, <laughs> Did her makeup and maybe gave her a hairstyle. Like that's kind of the look I go for. <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. Well, a good trick for selecting a foundation, it shouldn't be too light or too dark. It should disappear into your skin. And most of the time, it's so funny. I get clients coming to me saying, I thought I was supposed to match it with my hand or, um, I'm That's like, you're what I was taught in the nineties. <laughs> like the most, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Why would you be matching something with your hand? Your hand and your face are like two different colors or your, or your arm. No, your inner arm. That's the other one. That no, now on. Instagram says your nipple. What? I think like, it's obviously a joke. Like now I'm whipping out my nipple in Sephora to figure out my skin tone color, but oh my, I, oh in the nineties, you put it on your 
in the eighties. I mean, my mom taught me girl and I was a kid. This is how you do it. Yeah. I know. The I've foundation. Seen it. People come to me, they're like my arm, it matched perfectly. I'm like, but your arm and your face are like 14 different shades, darker or lighter, right? Yes. I love this. Okay. So more makeup tips for Katie is lipstick. So I put some on for you today. because oh, <laughs> so <laughs> And this is my idea of dressing it up, but how do I choose a lipstick? Cause I never feel like I buy the lipsticks and I get home and then I think I look stupid. <laughs> Well, I think it's the same, like, you know, whatever color your lip is, if it's like kind of a berry go with, you don't want mm. to see a color, like, you know, there's certain reds that look better on us. Like there, some people look really great with an orangey red. Some people look better with a blue red. It just, I don't ever want to go, Oh, wow. There's a color. It, it's supposed to just kind of be a neutral, like extension of your lips to make them look better and not but then there's times that people want it to be a big, bright, bold color. But yeah, I think it's like, I can't do a red lip. That's not ever going to happen for me. I feel like. Yeah. Well, you never know. You might. Uh, I, just I would need the right person to somehow make my face look right with it. Yes. I, um, I just did a show, um, California live. I'm the new beauty expert on, on the, on NBC. And so it's so fun because you know how everyone says, you know, holiday makeup, everyone does the same thing, a big red lip and smoky eye. And so I decided to do the exact opposite. I did like kind of a gold shimmery lip and um, not a liquid liner to just do something light, warm, you know, shimmery golds and creams. And uh, so I want to do something different because it's just been so overdone, the red lip. Mm, I, I appreciate the timeless look of, we don't want to know what decade that you were delivering this in. That's right. a great point. Well, think about it. If you look back in, you know, fashion and look yeah. at and Marilyn Monroe, you don't really, you just, they look beautiful. And that's what, that's my look. I mean, every makeup artist has their, their look. And mine is just, I like to look at my faces as a uh, just a pretty fresh face. I like the skin to be evened out. I like the eyes big. I, I definitely am all about filling in the brows. Um, yeah, I feel like that changes my whole face. Oh my gosh, it totally does. And then, you know, uh, I'm big on like layering concealer, but in thin layers. And, um, you know, because I have, you know, genetically, I get dark under here and there's discoloration on our eyelids as well that we need to even out. So I will put concealer on that and lighten it up before I add anything on. There's a lot, I'm an illusionist. I like to say I can, I can, I can believe me. I work a lot on this face. So I uh, have a lot of tricks up my sleeve. I love that because what I, what I do for a living is I take things off of people. You know, I'm a, we strategically partner and we take a look at what, you know, obligations, expectations, et cetera, people put on you and I take it off and then you go in and you make it look so beautiful. Someday I'm going to have my moment with, uh, in the Bay area, I'm going to look you up when I'm holding a conference there and I'm going to have, yes, I see this for my future. <laughs> I think that would be great. I think, um, when I speak about beauty from the inside out, I feel like that nutrition, uh, wellness, all that is a huge part of looking like the best version of you. Uh, people don't get enough sleep. Um, it's free and you can, you know, you you need, you can't get enough sleep. And I think it's super important to get more rest. Um, drink a lot of water. Sunscreen is your best friend. Put it on every day, rain or shine. And, you know, I think drinking the green juice, super 
good. Of course you do. You're in California. So you have well, to I, I, like, I, I dr- I've been drinking green juice forever. And, um, I just made some before our show today. I made, I get Mason. I'm so hardcore. I get make Mason jars fill of it for like the whole next two days. Yeah. So you have a Scooby with your kombucha over there too. I know you do. <laughs> I do. I've seen how you people live. I'm very intrigued for this I know, lifestyle. It's fasc- we are fascinating with our um, our weirdness. Very fascinating. I love it. I owned a CrossFit gym for four years, so I get you. I always say the reason that <laughs> nobody knows, like I'm turning 40 in three months and people still think sometimes in the South, I think I'm 25 in the city. They were like, you're definitely 30. Uh <laughs> Uh, but it's part of it is I get great sleep. I, because I don't have children, so I sleep great <laughs> and I have great nutrition because I taught health and nutrition classes as well. There you go. So, it's, it does uh, pay off. It, you will look like a better version of you. I, I know I have great makeup skills, but it is so much easier for me when I get a client that is well-rested and their skin's yeah. not you know, covered in acne or like all kinds of discoloration. Oh, or- yeah. Ever I- since I cut dairy out and you know, I don't have any of that issue anymore. And I know that Botox is probably in my future, but I have, I don't know. I don't see much movement in that forehead, miss. Oh my gosh. I've never had Botox. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> what? All my girlfriends sell it and they will tell you I'm afraid of needles and I'm holding out as long as I can. Okay. I'm afraid of needles too, but I love Botox. <laughs> Um, so my girlfriend, all my girlfriends do their sales reps or one just open Lumetree wellness. I just had her on my podcast. It hasn't launched yet, but it's a meds. It's, she doesn't like meds box. She has a, um, direct hospital director, whatever. She has a medical, you know, professionals, whatever they do all the things. So they do the nutrition side. So all the green juices and the, in <laughs> the IV drips. And then they also do the, the IV drips. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I mean, they do yeah, everything on that California. side. They'll do the blood work and tell you what your proper nutrition is. And then they have the other side with the, with, um, you know, the Botox and the facials, all the stuff. I'm like, Mayor, how did I move out of Jersey without going to your spa and having like just one thing done? Just I, one. I, so I we're missing out. I <laughs> I know it's coming. I know it's coming. All right. So this is our bonus episode. Christina, thank you so much for giving me all the tips. This is where I get to be selfish and learn things for myself. And uh, <laughs> for telling us, um, you know, sharing a little bit of your story as well. Um, so we're going to hop onto the podcast where we're going to talk all about her favorite clients and her business and really showcase what she's really built going from just a, you know, someone that had a passion and a dream to turning it into a viable business where she is the, what California NBC's, what was your title again? California Live beauty expert on California Live. expert, yes. And we all know that we want to become some type of expert in the world and be given a TV show. At least that's my personal <laughs> dream. So follow us over to the next episode so you can pick up all that information.